Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello again, and welcome to another Ominous Origins podcast with me, Casey. Of course, this episode is still brought to you by MorbidlyBeautiful.com. Go check out Morbidly Beautiful for everything they have going on right now for Women in Horror Month. A lot of great interviews and reviews and just great content in general hitting that site right now. So I highly encourage you to go check out that right now while you're listening to this episode. Speaking of this episode, I have a unique interview for you with a young woman called Horricane. Now, Horricane is a YouTube channel, but she's also the host of said YouTube channel, and she reads a lot of creepy passes, various legends, and original stories. Now, unfortunately, I wasn't able to sit down with her in person or remotely because of the time zone difference. She is Australian, and it was like 18 hours apart, and the times just weren't working. So she was kind enough to read some pre-sent questions. So I'm going to fill in the blanks, and you're going to get to hear her answers. This is Horricane. Ominous. Ominous. It is an adjective. Sounds like someone breathing. Ominous. The first question I had for her was fairly straightforward. I asked her to tell us about who she is and what she does, and how a platform like YouTube can help her achieve her goals. So online I go by Hurricane, and most of what I do is narrate horror stories, with permission, and mix in music, sound effects, the whole audio works. And on the side, I like to draw the community's characters for commission. Um, YouTube has been a great way for me to advertise myself in, like, a mainstream way. And despite its numerous pitfalls, it's the best platform for the style of work I do at the minute. Hurricane also dabbles in horror photography, which is a passion of mine as well. So that was a really cool thing I would have really liked to sit down and talk to her about. But again, unfortunately, due to the time zones, all I was able to do was ask her the basics. But she gave such a great answer... And I was really excited to get her answers. I asked her about her creativity and her inspirations for the things that she does shoot and the shoots that she is a part of. So, once upon a time, I had big dreams of becoming a model. I did a solid year of trying to achieve said dream. And honestly, the process was fun, but the industry where the money was, was boring. So, I decided why not bring my passion for being in front of the camera and micromanaging what's behind it, into what I do now. The ideas come from mostly the environment and my own wardrobe and possessions. Since it's a non-profit hobby, I can't really go out and buy new things for it, so we usually just shoot local and roll with what comes to mind. Uh, Technique. (laughs) Technique is always a true mystery for me. I'm not the cameraman, and all I care about is what the background looks like and where I put myself in the frame. My favourite shoots are always the ones with mystery in them. While I don't personally take a single picture, I am the creative force behind the camera. And when we get involved with fog machines or hoods or dark angles, I am living my best life. Next I asked her a little bit more about the creepypastas that she reads, as well as the stories that she tells on her channel. And she had some interesting things to say about that as well. I 
like to think that the modern urban legends are really interesting, and the abundance of people who write these stories and live for the culture is amazing. True crime is also interesting, but I prefer watching documentaries or stuff like that, where I sit down and have an hour's worth of story, background, and images. And honestly, I think that Netflix has the budget and the means to make true crime better than I ever could. But in regards to my own fiction, I do read that. I've read a couple of original stories on my channel, and if I had time to write more, I'd read more. In fact, now that I think about it, I'm in the process of working with a sort of ghost writer to do up a new series together for the channels. But no spoilers yet. Now, I just had to know, being Australian, how did that affect her audience and her engagement being so far away from the traditional YouTube audience of North America or Europe? And she had some very interesting points on that topic. Being Australian can be hard. When I originally started, I wasn't getting nearly as much engagement as I am now because my launch times weren't lined up well for the States, which is where a primary amount of the viewers come from. Switching the times I post around to suit most Australians I know in the community, as well as the Americans, seems to have helped. Sadly, you can't know everyone's schedule, and there's always going to be a time zone or a person that you can't cater to, but I do my best with what I have. Now, it really isn't an interview about women in horror without asking about what Women in Horror Month means to the individual. So I had to ask Hurricane this as well. And thankfully, she hadn't had any real struggles or terrible stories to share regarding her time in the industry, which is fantastic and very refreshing to hear. But she did have some stuff to talk about. And, well, she did just that. This is what she thought about Women in Horror Month. This is a hard question, because while I fully support women in horror, I have no struggles or stories to tell of myself or others that I know. The community that I live in, online, are incredibly supportive, and the fans even more so. Women make up quite an abundant amount of the people I know, and they're all well-liked, well-looked after, and truly praised for the work they do. I even had one person say that we need more women doing narration because they liked what I was doing. So if anything, we just need more of us. I know there are some horror stories out there, pun intended, and for those women who have suffered things like discrimination and abuse in the industry, my heart goes out to you. But my experience has been positive, and I just hope that the encouraging nature of the community gives more women the courage to step out and launch their own creative passion. Lastly, I did ask her about what she has for the coming year, what her goals are, what projects she has in the works, and she has a lot going on. But don't take it from me, take it from her. This is Hurricane telling us about what she has planned for the next year, and even sooner. My goals this year are pretty straightforward. I'd love to be able to hit a thousand subscribers and get closer to being able to support myself on the channel. And I'd like to look into setting up a stream for horror games. As the fans voted on Twitter and told me that's what they'd like to see next. I've got some ideas and already have a name in mind. <laughs> because I am the biggest baby and have honest to god never played a horror game, so it's going to be interesting trying to set that up. Uh, I'm also working on a very large project that will be officially announced really, really soon, which I'm hoping does well, because I would love to do more projects like it. It has been amazing, wonderful chaos. So no details on it yet, but I'm really hoping to reveal it in the next week. And, of course, as I mentioned, I'm working on an original series with my friend and amazingly talented writer, Matt Standiford. 
whose talents can be seen on my channel in The Carver and Going Down. My social media uh, is very easy to remember. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, and YouTube, all under the same name, Hurricane. H-O-R-R-O-C-A-N-E. Once again, uh, thank you so much for having me on. It's been a wonderful opportunity. My name is Casey, and this has been the Ominous Origins Podcast. If you like what you heard, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on social media, on Twitter, at HorrorShotsProd, as in production, on Facebook, at HorrorShots, Instagram, at HorrorShotsPhotography, and if you do want to support the podcast monetarily, you can absolutely do that as well by hitting up my Patreon, at patreon.com slash HorrorShots. Lastly, if you want to show your pride for the show, you can do that as well. I do have a Redbubble store where you can get the Ominous Origins logo, you can also get the HorrorShots logo, as well as some original work that I've done in the past. And that link will be in the description as well. Thank you once again. Until next time.